Are you an HR department of one trying to figure out how to balance task and strategy while keeping up with changes in regulatory compliance? Do you need a fresh outlook on old topics? Then stop what you're doing, grab your coffee, and get ready to recharge. If you have people, you have problems to solve and things to do. Your host is Brenda Neckvottle, a 20-year human resource professional, ready to explore the HR industry with veterans of business and life with fresh eyes and new ideas. Learn about the rapidly evolving changes in employment law around the country, as well as new tactics to deploy and build engagement in your workforce. If you're looking to implement new practices to make your job easier in HR, then this podcast is for you. Hey there, and welcome to the Best Practices in Human Resources podcast. I am Brenda, the HR lady, and I'd like to thank you for listening to the show. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for returning for yet another episode. And if you're a first-time listener, i love to welcome you guys here. This is awesome. I'm here to help share with you the strategic and the tactical HR knowledge so you can master the what and the how in this field. And I'm in the human business, and that means a greater number of dynamics in the workplace that need to be balanced and managed. And this is another year of craziness. Absolute craziness. We're starting to see maybe some wiggle room ahead in the future, on the horizon. We'll see how that goes. But... This year is also not full of uncertainty, which is really great because of that. So as we inch towards a return to normalization, keep this in mind. Don't be marginally happy. Your success and achievements begin and end with you. Give to never receive in this business, but invest in yourself and keep the balance and build strong working relationships with your company leaders. And I promise you, you're going to have a phenomenal career. So today is episode number 99. 99. Holy cow. Y'all have been listening to me flap my gums for 99 episodes, which is fantastic. So thank you so very much. Um, We're kind of doing a little bit of a shift in programming the last several weeks. Um, Just just some things that have been coming up. And so so this is going to be just a precursor. We get to episode 100 and we are going to absolutely crush it moving forward and get back to our regular program. So I anticipate this actually being the last week that it'll be a shortened version <clears throat> and we'll definitely get into everything that is going on in the real world back again. But you know what? <clears throat> I wanted to at least make sure that I touch base with you guys. Um, things are just a little hairy. But like I said, you know, we'll just get back on track again. So today we're going to talk about how HR is not a put the pickle here process. It's something I came up with a long time ago when I started um, actually working with ADP and I was consulting to a book of business. You know, at any point in time, I was consulting to, oh gosh, I think the smallest number I had was like 45 clients and I think the highest number I was consulting to any given time was like 109. And, um, you know, it, it just isn't. And all these different things that I've seen, I just learned that HR is not a put a pickle here process. It just, you can't take two situations and, and count on being them being exactly the same. And so, um, you know, so that's where I learned it. So, and that's what I started to tell people, like, like just because even though we say, you know, what you do for one, you do for all, it doesn't necessarily mean that the situations are the same. So you can't, evenly and quickly and swiftly apply the same resolution all the time because it can be you know varying degrees now there's some things that yeah you're going to be able to put that pickle right there and everything will be great 
Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit here. So before we go forward, you know, folks that understand that the information available in this podcast is for informational purposes and not for the purpose of providing any form of legal advice. You should contact your attorney to obtain legal advice with respects to any particular issue that you may be having. And if you do not have an employment attorney, go ahead and reach out to me and I may refer to you uh, through one of our affiliates and our affiliate program. So going back to what we were talking about <clears throat> when we we're talking about put the pickle here, you know, like HR is a very rewarding career. It really is. And when you couple this career with really great values, uh, when you have a, a company with your own values and a value-based business, which sees HR as an integral part of the company culture that's here to do all the great things that we read about in magazines, it becomes a phenomenal career. It really, really does. And there are people that really get into that side of the business. And then there are other people that get into the compliance side of the business. You know, they're very analytical and they want to make sure that everything is on these, you know, nice and neat and tucked in. And, you know, they may not be as strong on the HR dynamic side of it, but they're just absolute beasts when it comes to compliance, right? I found that you have to have a healthy balance of both. And I think you have to be, if you really want a great career, you actually have to find, you know, that mix between the two. Because if you don't, you know, you're, you're just always going to be lacking in a certain area. And if you're lacking in a certain area, you're not going to feel very good about what it is that you want to do. And, and I'd hate for anybody to go through something like that, right? Um, you know, if you're in a, an organization to where you're not really being fully utilized or you don't feel like you're being utilized, then you know what? Uh, you know, work on work on meeting those expectations that they have of you. Find out what those things are, and work on them. Or you know, find an organization that that does. You know, I talk to people. So we've got almost 300 people in the Next Gen Women in HR group, and there's two questions that we always ask when they come in. And the first one is, what is your biggest goal in your HR career? And then the second question that we ask is, what is your biggest challenge that you're facing in HR? And if you're sitting there kind of feeling alone, well, let me share with you some of the very early respondents that we got back in 2019 um, when uh, we started opening this up. We just kind of loosely opened it up. We were kind of found, and then we did our big launch. And so I want to share with you some of the things, just because, you know what, and I want you to make sure that you understand that you're not alone in this. There's a lot of people that feel this way. So some of the biggest challenges, um, <clears throat> right, so let's start with some of the goals. So some of the goals that people have, one is, you know, to get their PHR, right? Another one was talking about, uh, she's not in the HR career, but always researching to best understand those that, you know, are 100% grounded in that area. That's great. Um, some people want to find an area that they impact and that they enjoy. Um, other people want to provide valuable information to the organization and provide guidance to employees uh, when they you know, approach her. Uh, some people, you know, they say that they want to be, become better than they are today. Um, some people want to move to a more substantial role. And some of them just simply need help staying abreast of trends and being proactive in, in strategic le leadership. Others want to involve. All right. One woman wrote, she's like, her goal is to become an HR manager one day. And I think that's awesome. Some people talk about how they want to continue to grow in their knowledge and confidence. Um, some other people want to actually lead and employ employee branding initiatives while determining staffing needs and hiring plans for an ever changing and growing company. And, you know, that's a that's a pretty awesome opportunity right there. <clears throat> and other challenges that they have are. 
um, or excuse me, other things that they want to do is to, you know, have their own HR consulting business and fully running and, and, you know, learning everything about HR and, you know, not instead of working for somebody else, right? And then there's some other people that have their goals, right? Some people want to reach that next level. I've got several people in the group that want to become directors. Um, other issues that pop up is they try and resolve employee problems, but they don't always know what to do. Um, some people just haven't entered the field yet, you know, and they're hanging out and learning everything that they can learn. Um, some people have too much, too many things that are sitting on their plate. Um, you know, it, it's really hard for, you know, these individuals to actually get time to study and learn on how to move forward. Some people are, you know, dealing with a large, diverse and uh, a group and promoting collaboration and open, you know, really kind of open, having that mindset of open thinking. God, I don't know why I couldn't get it out of my mouth. Jeez, it was there. It just wouldn't come out. Um, you know, some people are looking to, you know, promote employee satisfaction and, engage and engagement. And some people are just looking to figure out how do they get the kind of company support that they need and, and do that with a lack of resources and knowledge and benefits. Um, one person wrote in that, you know, the challenge that, that she's facing right now is really, you know, mandating candidate screening and selecting people to fill construction-type positions that are all over the country. And that's actually kind of a, a real challenging thing to do. And you know, she really wants to ensure a positive candidate experience by, in, you know, really engaging everybody as much as they can. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are, if any of those things, you know, rang true for you, you know, just remember, you're not the only one that's out there that's doing that. And, you know, as you can clearly see, the diverse realm of interest in this field um, also, once again, means that, you know, <clears throat> the same simple solution is not going to work for those individuals because they're always kind of you know, looking at in different ways and looking at different things to do. Uh, but, you know, finding that balance is absolutely critical. And I know with my, with my situation, you know, when I landed my dream job in 2011, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved doing what I did for ADP. You know, I was traveling, I was meeting new people, I was helping to establish, grow, and even really turn and rebuild a company's HR infrastructure around into a, a very you know, productive team, a productive effort. And it was really awesome. But by the end of that job, you know, that's when I had consulted to 380 small businesses and companies and not only to their designated HR champion and pro, but to their CEO and C-suite executives as well. But along the way, not only did I get that opportunity to get in front of some pretty incredible people, but also some ex exceptionally complex issues. I mean, significantly complex issues, <clears throat> you know, but I never feared the complex. And, and I always looked at it as a, as a challenge. You know, I've never feared the complicated. I've always figured it out. But how I did it was through one bite at a time. You, know, you can't figure out complexity and complication all in the same time. You, you kind of have to just plug away at everything. And you just take them in small chunks. You know, you work on, on this part of it. And then once you cleared that, then you keep moving forward. And then you work on another part of it, right? Because <clears throat> all of them seem to have a flow to them. Very little does everything kind of start, you know, a situation of multiple things dumping all at the same time, which they can. But, you know, everything will fall in line in a priority. And very rarely do they actually have two things that are so critical they have to be both met at the same time, right? But you have to think critically in this field of business. I mean, you have to do that. You have to ask why a lot. And in fact, you need to ask who, what, where, when, how, and why 
multiple times to multiple people. And don't be surprised if you find yourself asking the five whys to the same person to get an answer that is actually reasonable. And that's something that you don't say why, 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 right? But you actually, that's a way of going deep. So when you have somebody that you need to approach and, you know, you need to find out what's going on, what's their motivation for doing something, especially when they're about ready to get into trouble, they're not going to really come out and tell you. <laughs> they're going to be, well, you know, because they're going to give you a shallow answer. It's like, okay, so how did that happen? Or what made you believe that? Or like, how did we get here? Why did we get to this point? And they say, well, you know, then they're going to give you a little bit another story. And then you go, okay, so help me understand more about that. Right? You just can't be relentless until you get to a point where you really feel that you got what you need. And sometimes you're just not going to get a hold of that. All right, that's, that's a form of critical thinking, and it's a way of getting to the root of the issue. Once you, re once you feel confident that you got to the root of the issue, then you're fine. Now, I had, a, I had an employee one time that I actually had to do this with all the time. It was just amazing. You know, we talked to him, it's like, so why, you know, why do you, why did this happen? Help me understand why this happened. And then I would get a very shallow answer. Well, you know, I did it because, you know, you know, I was off doing this other thing and I just didn't do this. Okay, but you know, this is important. So after the many times that we're talking to you, I still don't understand why this continues to happen. I wasn't willing to let her off the hook yet. Well, you know, and then it was another excuse. And I'm like, okay, so we have that and we have that. I understand that. But you know this needs to be done, so I'm not really quite sure if that answers my question just yet because I haven't yet gotten to understand fully why you didn't do it. You had an opportunity to this, but you didn't do it, so help me understand why not. And finally, after about like the fourth or fifth time, she'd finally give, and she's like, well, you know, to be honest with you, I just made a mistake. And I'm like, you know, you can say that up front. It's absolutely fine to say I made a mistake. What we need to make sure is that you're not constantly making that same mistake again. So, again, it's just about, you know, getting to the center of the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Sometimes it takes more than three licks to get there, all right? So don't be surprised if you find yourself asking the five whys to get the same person to answer the question that is reasonable. You know, humans are highly complex, and with that comes a need to address highly complex issues. Um, and this is where life in HR actually gets really challenging sometimes. But when you come out on the other end of it, it's incredibly rewarding, incredibly rewarding. And one of the things, if you haven't done this before, is start keeping a victory journal, right? <clears throat> you don't have to get into like the deep, deep details, especially on uh, particular issues. But I'm going to tell you right now, that one of the things that you can do to build a positive mindset in a job that could potentially suck the energy out of you, and it does sometimes, as it's happened to me too, is to keep a victory journal. And that way you can track your wins. You know, be careful not to store any sensitive information, but you can track your wins. And it's amazing because when you have a victory journal and you're setting your goals and you're moving forward, when you're when you're looking at your progress, you're first and foremost looking at where you are right now. And if you turn behind you, right, if you go look at some of the pages that you looked at before, you're going to see how far you came. And you know, and then when you're actually looking at your goals, I promise you, your goals aren't going to look as far ahead as they once were when you first started. You're going to realize that when you actually see what you've accomplished today, Look what you have overcome in the past 
your future path is going to remain incredibly bright. It really is. You're going to be up against new challenges, new rewards, new opportunities, new information, new people, changing environments. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if COVID has taught you anything, it has taught you to stay on game, to stay ahead of what's going on. You've gotten better at learning and asking more deeper critical information questions. And I know because I get them all the time when I talk about COVID stuff. When I talk about when it happened, when it hit the, you know, the workplace. I talked about it when it happened, um, you know, when we had the CCFRA. I talked about, you know, mandating vaccines. I have seen some pretty amazing questions coming at me. People really, 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 truly thinking through who haven't had as much experience in HR as I have. So... COVID has really taught people in this industry how to become critical thinkers. And they're all great questions. Absolutely all really great questions. So speaking of asking great questions and having great information, I want to prep you on what to expect next week because I am super excited about this. I traveled out to Los Angeles last week had this interview with this gentleman. His name is Bedros Koulian. Bedros is awesome. Bedros has a company by the name of Fitbody Bootcamp. He is an absolute powerhouse of a CEO. The man has done significant work in his industry, and he actually was just on Fox News last night uh, talking about you know, the state of the country as it pertains to fitness centers and gyms and, and what's going on. Just super duper guy. And very smart very intellectual, um, just an absolute business driver, has, you know, won a tremendous number of accolades, has made, I think, Fortune magazine, um, just been featured in some pretty incredible opportunities. But I've talked a lot about how CEOs and HR should be working together to form those relationships and what an, an HR person can do to make that happen. You get to hear now from the powerhouse of a CEO what HR folks can do in order to work closely with a CEO or a business owner who absolutely is passionate and loves their business more than anybody else. And it's an awesome, awesome interview. You guys are really going to get a lot out of it. Super guy. And towards the end, he asks, asks me a very incredible question. And it's very clear that he had something going on that was frustrated. And you guys get to stick around and hear how I got the chance to answer that. And matter of fact, I'm still thinking about it to this day. So definitely join us. It's a landmark episode, 100, 100 episodes. Looking forward to it. So it's pretty awesome. And this comes with the celebration because we are now on iHeartRadio as well. All right, folks, you've been hearing me talk about what I'm doing, increasing how I take care of myself with COVID cases. They are on the rise and how I am actually been actually doing a pretty good job of staying healthy and not sick. And um, I've incorporated some more things in the taking care of myself uh, adventure that I'm on <clears throat> and moving the needle forward for myself. So there's something new that I've added to what I do on a daily basis. So I'm, I'm going to first share with you everything else that I do. So I take the MASF multi plant-based multivitamin first and foremost. I take them every evening. I also take the Naked Warrior Recovery Immunity Booster. These are two 
two capsules that I take in the evening as well. <clears throat> keeps me, uh, you know, keeps my immune system up while I rest, which is really awesome. And I focus very heavily on my daily recovery because what I do is very intense. It's very fast paced. I, I'm up at five in the morning working and I work all the way till five o'clock, sometimes seven, eight, nine, ten at night. Uh, four of the days out of the week. And usually I take um, Thursday is my, is my easier day just because it starts a lot easier, a lot earlier than most. Um, I actually now take the True Lean Immunity Shot in the afternoon, which is a combination of uh, cayenne pepper, black pepper, turmeric, uh, B12, and ginger. And that helps me get through my midday afternoon slump pump that I have to continue to, to absolutely fight through. Um, MASF smashing greens. I replace one meal a day with a greens drink. And this is a really rich, rich, rich nutrient greens drink. And then I also, to supplement when I have the munchies, I take Naked, Require, uh, Naked Warrior Recovery Super Greens. And those, like I said, that helps me overcome my urges. It's got a different flavor to it. It's not as rich, it's not as dense nutrients as MASF smashing greens are. Um, and so I actually can, can use that to help me get through, you know, funky cravings I have. But this is the new thing that I've taken on. I've started taking Truline's fish oil. And I use that to supplement my regimen, which actually helps nurture my brain function. I have a father who has Alzheimer's disease. I am a high-powered thinker just like him. I do not want to be 79 years old like he is and suffering from Alzheimer's. So I'm actually starting to take precaution now, early and often, and fish oil does that. And True Lean has got a really, really great fish oil supplement that is very easy on my stomach. All of these things are easy on my stomach. Nothing ever gets me sick. I, I'm very sensitive to this stuff, um, to pills and medicine and vitamins. You take off-the-shelf vitamins and, and things like that, and I start taking them. It absolutely cramps up my stomach, even when I've eaten things. None of these things that I take have do any harm to me whatsoever. So I don't have any issues digesting them and they're all fabulous. And, and I feel good. I haven't gotten sick. I, I, very, I rarely get sick anyway, but you know what? I have been very successful at fighting off, uh, you know, this COVID and, and not catching it. I may have had it and not known it, but nonetheless, you know what? I haven't, I haven't really even had a cold. I mean, that's kind of interesting, right? So Definitely look into those things if you want to take care, you know, take that next step in taking care of your own personal health. And here's a question for you. Do you want to build confidence in your HR position? You're probably going to go, yes, Brenda, you know I do. And I have another question for you. Do you want to feel good knowing that you're on top of the things that need to be done and not buried under this massive mountain of deadlines that you didn't even know about? And you're probably going to look at me and say, yes, Brenda, I don't want that either. All right, so it's only February, and it doesn't feel like it, but it's only February, and there's still 10 more months of HRing that's going to happen here in 2021. So stop floundering and start focusing. Grab your copy, if you haven't done it yet, of the best HR planner on the planet. It is awesome. We've got a lot of people getting awesome feedback on it. They absolutely love it. 
and some additional feedback that I've been getting, some changes that are also taking um, are going to go into the 2022 version that will be coming out towards the back end of the year. But that's still a long ways away. So that means that that thing is going to continue to grow as it grew from the 2020 version to the 2021 version. So it's a pretty awesome book. People are loving it. People are buying it. We've got copies. And if you're a government contractor and you're tuning in, there's stuff in there that's going to help you out as well. So you can find this by going to uh, brendathehrlady.com. You can click on shop at the top and you can go ahead and actually purchase your copy there, which is pretty fantabulous. Now, if you are wanting to follow me, um, here's what's going on in Clubhouse. On normal weeks... <laughs> when a week is normal and it's not weird or if I'm not traveling, I am on Clubhouse on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time talking about news and employment law stuff that impacts government contractors. All right. It also impa impacts regular, regular companies too, but it tends to impact government contractors in a different way. Then on Wednesday, 10 a.m., I give an update on employment, uh, employment law changes in HR that will impact you and your company. On Thursday evenings, I'm in with our friends, Dr. Steve and Dr. Lisa Renz, and we talk about government contracting as well. And then on Fridays at 10 a.m., I'm back in again in the clubhouse talking about employment law changes that are gonna impact your business as a whole. And so if you want to join us into a room in clubhouse, you are welcome to do so. We have a lot of really awesome people. Excuse me, I'm going to correct that. On Friday, I'm in at noon. I start at noon. I apologize. I gave you the wrong time. Start at 12 o'clock. But uh, nonetheless, I'm in there four, five, sometimes six days out of the week um, participating in rooms, answering business questions. And it's pretty awesome. So if you want to come into Clubhouse, if you have a membership or if you have access to it, if you're in, great. You can find me at Brenda the HR Lady. You can also join the HR Club too. You just type in HR Club and it'll be the first one that pops up. Go ahead, jump in, follow us, and then we'll eventually, we've got a lot of people in there. We've got like like 3,500 members already and we have another 4,500 members at any time right now into the queue so we're flipping them over to full-fledged from followers to members as soon as possible but when you do that you'll get a chance to get notified anytime when we open a room or anybody opens a room in the HR club that is that's actually sponsored by the club so anybody can join the HR club that's not a problem if you are listening in and you want to add value to other people and start a discussion and you want to make sure that it stays in the HR club by all means go ahead and open up a room that is not a problem we just ask that you adhere to the, the the rules of the club and you are welcome to do so if you want me to be in there you are more than welcome to go ahead and ping me and I'm happy to hop in with you that's not a problem I'd love it I, I just absolutely love clubhouse it's absolutely great but you can follow me on other social media venues as well you can find me over you ready here's the list instagram facebook youtube at and you can follow me under the nomenclature of brenda the hr lady you can also find me over on linkedin and linkedin i am just me brenda neckvottle just old boring old brenda neckvottle and that's spelled n-e-c-k like the thing you want to choke v as in victor a-t-a-l and, of course, you can always find me on uh, my website over at brendathehrlady.com. We added a new little feature, which is actually kind of cool. 
that if you have a question about something while you are on the website, you can now go ahead and instant message us and we will be more than happy to go ahead and answer your question for you. Uh, we are on most of the time during the day, but you know what, if you, if you ask a question, if we're not there, you can leave us your email address and we will make sure that we get back with you. So we've got lots of ways for you to connect with us and to get the information that you need, get the help and support that you need. And of course, you can always submit your questions to the brendathehrlady.com website by clicking on the podcast link from the menu and down towards the bottom of the podcast page, you'll find a submission form for you to go ahead and post your question, which if it's a juicy one, I may go ahead and read on a future upcoming episode. So guys, I am so thankful. 99 episodes Thank you so much for being part of this. This has just been fabulous. It's been fantastic. And you know what? We're going to crush episode 100 and we're going to crush episode 150 and 200 and 250. I can't even, I can't even wait to figure out what I'm going to do for the 200th episode. That's just going to be awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to do something spectacular, even more spectacular than 100 and 100 was pretty great. So I can't wait till you hear it. So guys, we're looking forward to seeing you the next time around. And um, can't wait to talk to you. And uh, one more week. Stay tuned. One more week. And we'll celebrate 100 episodes. Have a good one, folks. Bye.